to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What is poppin'? Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to Mind Your Hormones or welcome to Mind Your Hormones. If you're new here, hello. I'm so happy you're here. I can't wait to get into today's topic because as per usual, this is something that I'm kind of navigating in real time and realized literally last night at the time of this recording. So what we're talking about is the concept of like it feeling uncomfortable to rest and just do nothing. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I am definitely like a go, go, go type A person by nature. And it's not always easy for me to just rest in the middle of the day, right? Like the only times I really do quote unquote nothing or I rest and I'm like cool with it is when I meditate in the morning and I do my whole like sacred morning ritual. I'm sleeping at night or I'm like eating dinner or just eating a meal in general. Other than that, like I feel like I have to fill my time with stuff so there's no dead space. And maybe you could connect with that, which I'm sure you probably can because I know that you are an ambitious woman, you're health conscious, you're all these things. So I feel like this is a very common thing that we experience, especially because now, just like in the world, women are, you know, doing, we're going after careers, we're in school, we're starting businesses, we're doing all these things. Maybe you're mothering at this point. Like there's always so much going on, but the really how this came about, like, let me give you a little backstory before we get into it. So yesterday I was running some errands, I was doing some things and I had like a lot of dead space on my calendar and I was noticing like how much time I waste when I actually have time to waste, right? Like I will take so much longer to do things than actually is required to get that thing done because I have the space on my calendar to do so, right? Like if I don't have the space, I'll do things a lot more quickly and more efficiently. But if I do have the space, I'll just kind of like drag it out. I'll waste time between. I'll just like make it take so much longer than it actually needs to be. Maybe you could connect with that. And I was annoying myself yesterday when I was doing this because I realized that I was doing this. I was, I don't know, oh, I was uh, going to return something at UPS and then I realized it actually was supposed to be at the post office and I'm like in my car, I'm like, let me just like check on my phone. I'm like scrolling for a little bit or doing something in between. I'm like, why am I doing this? Let me just like get this stuff done. And I do this a lot. And my husband, Chris, will definitely attest to that because he is a complete opposite. He is so efficient with his time. He gets shit done. He starts something and he finishes it. I am the complete opposite. I'll start something and then I'll see something else I want to do. So I'll do that. I'm just like a little bit more all over the place. Um, and, but, but, but for this topic, we're really just talking about how I waste this time. And I was thinking, I'm like, 
This next stage of my life that's obviously top of mind, I've been talking about a lot on the podcast, is motherhood and how that's going to really actually help me with my time management because it's going to force me to, right? I'm not going to have a choice. I'm not going to have this dead space that I have right now sometimes. And I don't always have dead space, but sometimes I do. And it's going to force me to be more efficient with things. It's going to force me to be quicker. It's going to force me not to waste time. And that's like an exciting part of it. But what I was thinking was, why do I waste time? Like, let's just get to the root of it. You know me, I want to always get to the root of the problem. And I know that it's there for a reason. So last night I was in bed, I'm journaling, and I was thinking about this. I'm like, seriously, why do I waste this time? Right. And I want you to think about this. If you are connecting with this and you can relate to the feeling of you just like taking longer to do things if you don't, if you like have the time to do it or being busy as an escape, not feeling like you could just like rest and do nothing, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Why do you maybe do that? And for me, it's, I don't like when there's empty space where I have nothing to do. Like, I feel like I don't know what to do with myself when I have nothing to do. And it makes me feel like I'm not productive. And then I feel like bored and I feel lazy. So I'm like, okay, I am identifying the feelings that come up. Like, let's go deeper. Where did this pattern of this like, go, go, go feeling uncomfortable resting come from? Because If that's something that you're experiencing, like it's something that I experience, it's for a reason. It's coming from somewhere. It's not like it just like popped up out of nowhere. This is a pattern that's been going on for a while and it's there for a reason. So I'm thinking like where did this actually come from and it all clicked and it all made so much sense. My entire life, I've always had so many different things going on at one time where I didn't have dead space. I had to be efficient. I had to go, go, go. I had to do many different things at once. And honestly, I like that. I do like that. And I know there's a negative side to it as well, but I, I'm a manifesting generator. If you follow human design, I'm a manifesting generator and we like doing things. Like I like having things to do. I like working. I like going from thing to thing to thing, but there is a point where it could become toxic and it could become like not something that's actually supporting me. Whereas like I was talking about before, my husband, he's super efficient. He gets things done. He starts things. He finishes them. He's a projector in human design. So we're very different in that way. And maybe if you do follow human design, you can connect with either one of those. So Anyway, I was like, okay, I know exactly where this is coming from. And I went all the way back to high school. And I'm just going to give you a list of things of, of why this pattern actually started in hopes that maybe you could hear this and realize why maybe it started for you too, if this is something you could connect with. So in high school, obviously you have your normal high school work, your classwork, all that stuff. But I was in high school. I was also dancing. I had about nine to 10 dance classes. So I was at dance after school, like every single night. And I also did cheerleading. So I would go from school to cheerleading to dance back home, repeat, right? It was just like from one thing to the next. Then I went to college and in college, you obviously have classes. I was also on the kick line team. That was at least an hour practice every single night, sometimes two hours. And then I had partying, okay, which I filled a a lot of my time with in college. Let's be honest. I went to SUNY Cortland. If any of you did, please reach out to me. Let's go dark horse. I would literally die if I did anything that I did in college now. But anyway, so college, it was always thing to thing to thing. I always had something to do. There was always someone there. You're living with people. Like there's always things to do. Then I graduated college and I started waitressing and teaching. Again, always something. I went straight from teaching to waitressing every night. Then I was teaching and then I stopped waitressing and I got my master's degree. 
obviously there's always something to do when you're getting your master's and you're teaching. Then after I graduated from my master's, I was teaching and then I went back to nutrition school, my holistic nutrition training. Then when I was done with that, I was teaching and building a business. And then I started just, you know, I left teaching and now in August of 2020 to build the business that I'm currently still running and building right now. And when you're building a business, if you are someone who does have a business, you're an entrepreneur, I can always fill dead space if I wanted to, right? Like there's always something to do. Even when you're a teacher, there's always something to do. And a mother obviously as well also. But so I was, I was connecting the dots. I'm like, Oh, this makes so much sense because I've always had so many things to juggle. So many things on my plate going from thing to thing to thing that it's just like my normal default pattern. And now I'm in a phase where like we got married. So I'm done planning the wedding done with the honeymoon. Like I do have more dead space. And I know that that's going to end when I become a mother. And I'm like, okay, like how can I, instead of feeling like I don't want to rest or I can't, you know, I just waste this time because I have the dead space. How can I capitalize on this? How can I break this pattern that I've been in where I've always have so many things to do and be okay with not having so many things to do? And part of me believes that and maybe you can connect with this too, because, and part of this is true. Okay. Cause we all, we all have different parts of us, right? So there's different parts of us that will come out, but part of me really believes that I do better with when I have more on my plate because I'm forced to time manage and because time management is not an inherent or natural skill for me. I really do believe that when I have a lot of things going on, it forces me to be better with my time management and it, and it does support me. And honestly, that is true. Like that is a true fact. But then part of me also believes that that's a story I'm telling myself to keep me in that mode. Right? So it's really just like, how can I time manage and be efficient without having 700 things on my plate? Okay. So you already know that I'm obsessed with supporting your gut health. It is the center of our health. I am so obsessed with all things gut health. And if you've listened to this podcast for a hot second, you know what company I'm about to talk to you about. And it's called Gut Personal. This is a woman-owned, women-founded company. Really, um, it's created by a functional registered dietitian. And the whole point of Gut Personal is that they make supplements that are personal to you. And the reason why they do that and the reason that they can do that is because they created this quiz that you could go on gutpersonal.com com slash Corinne and take, and it asks you about certain symptoms you might be experiencing, whether you're experiencing some bloating or some constipation or diarrhea or rashes or fatigue, or you having a lot of yeast infections, or you're getting sick a lot. Like all of these things are signs of, you know, poor gut health. And they ask you these questions. You take the quiz, it takes like five minutes and it pinpoints what could be going on in your gut and which supplements in their line can actually support you in healing the root cause of what's going on because so often these things are normalized, right? Bloating after a meal is normalized or not pooping every single day is normalized or getting like rashes or acne. All these things are normalized. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that that shit ain't normal and we're not about that around here, but that is what is so amazing about this company is that it's letting you know that those things aren't normal, that most of it is coming from your gut health and that there is a way for you to heal it. So if you are experiencing any of these issues, you know, you really want to work on your gut health, head to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. And because they are a sponsor of the show and because you listen to the show, you get a discount whenever you use the code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout on any item in their store. Like I've said on this podcast so many times, I'm a huge fan of their vitamin D drops. 
their miracle worker, the soother, the healer, um, the prebiotic. Like there's so many incredible options on there. I love the powdered option of things as much as possible and the liquid form of things as much as possible, but they do have capsule versions and powdered versions of everything, mostly everything. Some things are only in powdered form, but like the soother is just in powdered form, but there's so many amazing products on there. I would love for you to go check it out to support Gut Personal. They're a sponsor of the show and to support the show. I'm so grateful for you. And I am just so happy to bring you products that I use myself. Obviously I would never be recommending a product I don't use and recommend to my clients, to my family, and really, really, um, feel like they're an amazing product. So gutpersonal.com slash current. If you have any questions about their products, you know where to find me. I'll be happy to support you in it. And maybe for you, you are thinking about this as well. Like, how can you be okay with resting? How can you be okay with doing nothing? How can you not fill dead air and be busy as an escape? And I know that some of you, maybe you specifically listening to this right now, can connect with this idea. And the reason why I'm giving you so many examples in my life is because I'm literally thinking about this in my real time last night, but I want you to see the examples I'm giving you and connect it back to your life and how it is you know, being reflected in your specific life and your health, right? Because I've been talking a lot about nourishing your nervous system because of this, that's this month's live program. And this goes back to that idea of if we're constantly in this mode of go, 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 that is going to affect our nervous system. And obviously some of you listening right now, you're like, I am in that go mode. Like I'm going to school. I'm also working full time. I'm also a mom. You're, maybe you're building a business and your mother, like whatever it is. And you might be in that go, go, go mode. And you're like, Corinne, I can't connect with the dead space right now. But still, even with that, right? It's like, is there ever a time where you can actually take five minutes to rest and you know that you can, and you know that you can make the space for it, but you feel uncomfortable doing that. And this does go back to supporting our nervous system because our nervous system is set at a place where, where we're used to having it set as. And until we do this work that we're talking about on the podcast today, and then obviously we're going to be diving so much deeper into and nourish your nervous system of where does this pattern come from? Why am I doing this? How can I start shifting it? Because your nervous system is what controls literally everything. It controls your hormonal output. It controls how your brain communicates with the rest of your body. And that's why your nervous system as one of the root causes of made of hormone imbalances is the one that's the most difficult to nail down because it's so emotional and it's so mental like behind it. It's not just the tangible, okay, like balancing your blood sugar with food or supporting your gut with food. And yes, there are mental and emotional sides to everything because everything's all connected. But this is where it really comes down to it. And this is why I love doing this work because I want to be able to support my nervous system. There's no way to heat. If you, if your nervous system is not regulated, you cannot heal. In order for you to have a safe and healthy pregnancy, to regulate your period, to just feel good throughout the day, your nervous system has to have some semblance of regulation. So anyway, I'm going on a tangent now because I'm just so excited about this program, which by the way, if you are interested in learning more about this, check the show notes, DM me on Instagram. If you're listening to this in real time, we are starting on Tuesday the 18th. Um, and it's all, again, nourishing your nervous system. This program is all about how can you reset your nervous system? How can you learn to nourish this on a daily basis by really understanding and recognizing what patterns you're currently set to? What are the stresses in your life? How are you perceiving them? How are you making things worse? What are your survival patterns? Like we're really getting into the mental and emotional side of things. 
in the beginning and we're healing from the inside out. And then we're going to move into more of how you could set things up tangibly in your life with, you know, food and lifestyle with your cycle phases. Like we're getting into all of that as well. It's very comprehensive. We're going super deep on this one topic. So if this is something that's really calling to you, shoot me a message on Instagram at Karina Angelica, check the show notes for any more information on that. Okay. Tangent done. What I was talking about is how can I better manage my time and be efficient without having 700 things on my plate? And if that question doesn't resonate with you, maybe you can ask yourself, how can you create maybe five to 10 minutes a day where you can rest, where you can fit in that meditation, where you can do these things if you do have 700 things on your plate? Because we can all find five to 10 minutes, even the busiest people, we all can. It's just making it a priority to actually do so. So for for me and for maybe you, if you are connecting with this like really you know, you don't have 700 things going on and you do have some dead space and you feel like you're wasting time or you're filling it or you're just not being efficient. How can you better manage that? And for me, I would, what I'm going to do is I can take, uh, well, let me just give an example of what I mean by this too. Like for an example, for like business wise, it's like, I could take one hour to create this post because I have the hour to do it, but what else can I do with that time if I allow this post to only take me 15 minutes to create, which I know that it can, and maybe for you, that's creating a lesson plan for teaching, right? And especially if you do have 700 things going on, how can you be more efficient with your time so you can create more space in your day? Do you have to take two hours to create that lesson plan? Are you doing it because it, you're trying to be so perfect with it and you're, you're continuously going back to it because you want it to be absolutely perfect? Can you, can you cut that time in half or even a quarter of it? Or maybe that's meal planning, meal prepping. Does it have to take you two hours to do it? Can you cut that time down? How can you be more efficient with it or, or running errands or whatever it is that you're doing? How can you be more efficient with doing that stuff so that you can create more space? So it goes both both ways. It's how can you be more efficient of it, efficient doing things so that you, you know, if you do have a lot of space in your calendar where you're just like, okay, now I have even more space to do other things. Or if you're super, super busy and you have a hundred things going on, how can you be more efficient in the things that you do have going on? So you can create that dead space to rest and to be, and to do other things to fill up your cup. And this isn't to say that like, we can't take our time with things, right? Because I don't want it to go to the other extreme where it's like you're rushing through everything and you're, because that is not supportive for our nervous system. That is not what I'm saying. It's not that we have to rush through things. I actually don't like rushing through things. I end up always rushing in the end. If I'm, especially I'm going somewhere, I'm chronically late, another toxic trait of mine. I'm never on, I shouldn't say never on time. I'm, I'm on time like two to 5% of the time. Okay. But it's not to say that we can't take our time with things, but it's just about not wasting time because of the fear of dead space. And there's two, that's two totally different intentions behind it. So have the discernment between those two things. Okay. So what I want you to ask yourself is where do you maybe feel like you can't rest? And why do you feel like you can't rest? Because if we're experiencing these feelings, it's because it has served us at some point, right? If I'm feeling like I have to just go, 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 go from thing to thing to thing and I can't rest, 
that's because at one point that was serving me and it served me really well and it got me to this place and it allowed me to do so many different things at one time and allowed me to build my business while I was teaching. It allowed me to go get my master's while I was teaching. It allowed me to go to nutrition school while I was teaching. It allowed me to do so many different sports and activities, not really sports, dancing, but still whatever. While I was in high school, like it, it did serve me and whatever you're doing right now, whatever pattern you're in, it did serve you at one time, but is it serving you now? Okay, so really ask yourself that. Where do you maybe feel like you can't rest and why do you feel like you can't rest? How did that you how did that serve you in the past and is it serving you now? And then also acknowledge like thank yourself for for having this pattern and for creating it and for your brain being really smart and for doing that because it did serve you at one, at one point, but now acknowledging like, okay, this isn't serving me anymore. So let's do something different and let your body and mind know that so they could catch up with the new idea. It's all about communicating. And we talked about this in this month's free masterclass a lot too. Um, okay. So that's no, question number one. Number two, where are you feeling, where are you filling dead space or being busy as an escape? How can you have a more clear and calm mind? Okay. How can you have a more clear and calm mind? Because that is the opposite of being busy as an escape. And if you hear busy as an escape, you might be like, Oh, I feel called out. I'm triggered. That's definitely me. I feel you. Okay. But instead let's ask, how can you have a more clear and calm mind? And when you ask yourselves these questions, the answers are going to come. They might not come up right away, but when you sit down and you journal on these, they are going to come up. Okay. So um, let me run through these questions again and we'll put them in the show notes for you. Number one, where do you maybe feel like you can't rest? And why do you feel like you can't rest? Where has that served you in the past? Number two, where are you filling dead space or being busy as an escape? And number three, how can you have a more clear and calm mind? And really let yourself journal this out. Maybe ask yourself this on a walk if you're on a walk right now. Stop this podcast after, don't just binge and go to the next one, really pause and allow yourself to digest this and then go about your day, okay? Um, And something that I'm doing like tangibly because this is how I operate, I'm like, all right, if I'm going to be more efficient with things, I'm going to have more dead space. Let me just think about like what I can do with that dead time. And I know that's kind of counterproductive. It's like, Corinne, it's, it's more about not doing anything, but we have to take baby steps. And for me to be okay with this and to be more efficient and to have this dead space when I can, I want to actually have things that I can do that are going to serve me and fill me up instead of going into the mode of feeling like I don't know what to do with myself because that's what makes me waste more time. So things that you could do with your dead time, and this could look different for everybody, but these are things that I came up with. I could read, which I love doing. And I'm always like, I don't have any time to read. I'm like, "Mm, I actually do have time. I'm just not using it properly. So I could read, um, go for an extra walk, hang out with family or friends during that time, color, watch TV, dance around, go shopping, or organize things in the house, sit outside when the weather permits for it, or just like go down to the docks and sit in in my car, meditate again, explore, like just be. Okay. And so these are just some things that I wrote down that I'm like, all right, next time I have some dead space, let me look at this list and see what feels good for me to do in that moment. And then eventually when you get used to it, it'll be easier for me to not have a list of things I could do when I have space, but it's really just taking that you know, one step at a time. And maybe you could create a list for yourself and see what makes sense for you. Um, so that is what I wanted to chat with you about today. And I want to leave you with just a little affirmation that I'm saying to myself is 
it's safe to do things that don't have a direct reward or like end goal at the end of it. It's safe to do things that don't have a direct reward at the end of it. Because for so long of, you know, going to school, of, you know, studying to get a good grade or, you know, doing my work to complete my master's and graduating from doing the work to graduate from college, doing the work to graduate from my master's, doing the work to graduate from nutrition school, like doing all these things have a direct reward. And I need to let my body and mind know that it's safe to do things like color, like dance around, like read that don't have a direct reward at the end of it. Even though it does have a reward, it's not that like tangible reward that we actually think of. So maybe you needed to hear that too. And I know that it's really supportive for me. Um, so I wanted to leave that with you and I hope that you love this episode. Please let me know if this, you know, hit home with you. And if you're like, you know, connecting with it, if you feel like this message was for you specifically, reach out to me. I love to hear what you think about episodes and what you're really vibing with. So I know what to create more of for you. So I'm so, so grateful for you. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.